Reiki blessings everyone. I'm going to do a um, guided channeled meditation with the Egyptian goddess Isis today. As I have really been feeling her around me for at least over a week now, um, I had her come in for a client during a distance Reiki session. But as always, when I feel an energy come in, an ascended master, an angel, a higher um, light being um, through a one-on-one -on -one session, because we all are one, I always know that that, en that energy, that entity also came in um, as in a form of light to be here for me and to guide me and assist me in my life as well. So if I absolutely feel them hovering around, then I know it's um, there's more continued work to do, just like in our life when patterns, thoughts, things keep coming up, you know, triggers, um, that there's some more deeper work for you to do, either release work or calling in work. So when Isis came through for my client, it was very interesting because I did not know that my client had any affiliation with Isis or Egyptian times. Um, it was after the session when we were comparing notes and she said to me, that she had also felt someone hovering over her and looking deep into her eyes. What she saw was somebody from her life. I believe it was a sister or something like that. In other words, for her, Isis came through in what she saw on her end of the vision as someone that was comfortable. Or maybe her sister has very similar traits to the goddess Isis, and that's why she came through. Um, I, we didn't really have a discussion about, like, well, why? But there is always a why um, why, um, energies show up the way that they do for you. Sometimes it's in a way, uh, what I'm hearing right now is, is that, that you will be comfortable with them showing up. Like it might've felt very intimidating on my end. I saw ICs and I knew it was ICs literally, um, horizontally hovering over her and just intently, powerfully staring into her eyes, into her soul, um, as a form of cleansing and empowerment. But on her end, it may have been uh, Isis coming through in the form of a female in her life who was a power figure for her, who, someone she looked up to or was inspired by, um, or just someone who was downright, you know, more comfortable to be able to deliver the intensity. So her sister kind of merged energies with Isis is what I'm hearing so that um, she would be able to take in the transmission that, that Isis and the healing that she was offering her. Other ways I knew that what I saw and felt about Isis was actually Isis that showed up in the shamanic vision during this Reiki session was that she said that, um, well, first of all, I had kept seeing the infinity symbol and she said that her and her partner had had, her partner had purchased her this light that lit up that was um, in the shape of the infinity symbol. Um, and also they had just went to an Egyptian um, museum gallery, like literally the weekend before she did the Reiki with me. And what was the other thing? Oh, she also said that her partner, who was a big part of what she was looking to heal during this particular session, um, was very much into ancient Egypt and the study of ancient Egypt. The other interesting thing is that during this Reiki session where Isis came through as the, the guide entity, um, 
she was trying to explain to me this deeper concept for this particular person, and I'm not going to get into personal details of anybody's session, but as an abstract overview that applies to all of us, um, she was saying that the infinity symbol was, you know, a loop and that this particular person was in a loop in her relationship um, in the sense that we, a lot of us get into these karmic loops where we continue to ride that loop with someone, with another soul that comes into a body or perhaps not a body in, in a different dimension where we don't have bodies. Um, and that loop can be something like star-crossed lovers or wayward friends, you know, something to that effect. It could be um, a loop or a pattern with how we reincarnate and repeat the child-parent relationship, um, maybe in different forms like father-daughter, mother-son, you know, that type thing. And then we reverse and one of us plays the parent, one of us plays the child. But we get into these loops you know, where we repeat relationships for the experience of it until we realize we don't have to ride this loop anymore. We can get off this loop. Um, and that loop is for all eternity, you know. So it's interesting that in, in this client's real life, she had a real connection with the infinity symbol, which is about eternal life. Um, as is the Ankh, if you know the symbol of the Ankh in um, ancient Egypt, it's about reincarnation and eternal life. So here was Isis, who is considered the mother goddess, the divine mother goddess of ancient Egypt. So she would, of Egyptian times, would, would be similar to Mother Mary, how people would look at Mother Mary or how people would look at Kuan Yin in the Asian cultures. Um, here, was, here was Isis coming in the goddess of life, all life, the goddess of reincarnation, the goddess of magic, manifestation. Um, some people even feel the goddess of, you know, higher witchcraft, not black magic, witchcraft, um, which is basically manifesting your life, being you understanding that within conjunction with universal flow, um, all is provided and your life will follow a destined path that you have laid out for yourself in conjunction with universal flow. You can call that universal flow God, goddess, spirit. Um, there's lots of different names that we call it. I am. So in a nutshell, Isis came through to assist this person with breaking a spell because Isis is the goddess of higher magic. Um, and understanding that a spell that had carried on across time um, was now carrying on within her life, but that she had the power within herself to, to dispel the spell, to break the spell, um, and to get out of this loop, which was this experience of um, star-crossed lovers, of being on like a wave of that. Um, just for the sake of riding the wave, just for the sake of that being just one minuscule experience in all of the experience that this, my client's everlasting soul would experience as she traveled through time and space. Um, sometimes we get on these loops like star-crossed lover or betrayed lover or, you know, think you could think of many of them. Wounded child, child archetype, um, being fulfilling the martyr um, archetype fulfilling the warrior always have a have to have a cause always have to be fighting about fighting for something all of these are 
archetypes, which basically means this condensed energy. This, in a sense, like a condensed energy pocket. And sometimes it's not so much about the person that we're riding it with, but they're kind of like someone you know, that you take along on a car trip, like you want to go across the, the country and you don't want to do it alone. So you choose the friend that is has time in their schedule. Um, and that's not <laughs> to say that sounds kind of cold, but uh, what she was trying to explain, Ices, is that sometimes it's not really about the particular person um, or the persons on the ride. It's about the ride itself. Um, so we have the experience, but then when we understand that we have completed that experience, we have to take ourselves off of the karmic loop. And we can do that in many different ways, but obviously the first way would be by being aware. Be aware that this is a pattern that I am repeating. This pattern, am I repeating this pattern or is this pattern is repeating in my life? And do I want to be within this loop and this looping pattern anymore? Um and if not, I need to understand where does this originate from and I need to do energy work, shadow work, um, ritual, ceremony, deeper work, hy hypnosis work, regression work, Reiki energy session work, whatever, uh, art work, whatever's going to work for you work <laughs> um, to get out of that karmic loop. Sometimes we're in these karmic loops and we just think, well, this is just my destiny. I guess this is my path. I'm never going to be someone who knows how to make money. I'm never going to be someone who finds a relationship where somebody, it's a mutual sacred partner who respects me and brings out my my higher side. Um, and those that is not true because we live in a world of possibility. And I feel like that's why Icy's is still lingering around with me because she definitely has been nudging me every day for a week now. I, I thought you were going to do that podcast. I want you to do a whole podcast episode about me. Um, and I already feel like after I complete this podcast and the Reiki meditation that I'm going to do for you and any further channeling as far as what I hear from her, that then she's going to pass, she's going to step aside in a sense and allow the next part of my journey to occur. So after working with this particular client, again, I had pulled out, I have a whole deck of Icy's cards, which is by Alana, Alana Fairchild. Um, really beautiful deck. The artwork is also amazing. So yeah, I had the deck out and I was starting to clean up after this session and because I pulled some cards for this client from the Ices deck the day after Ices came through in her Reiki, um, distance Reiki session. And I started to remember, you know, but it's always something's prompting us to remember. And, and in this case, I felt it was Ices, but I remembered that I had gone for um, an in-person shamanic healing myself um in the last six months and because I had I felt I had a blockage around something and so I went with a clear intention and one of the things that the practitioner said to me a very powerful practitioner I just enjoyed her session I could feel what she was doing she was I could feel this energy just being pulled out of my heart chakra that I had been holding on to in there that was tight and was restricting me and afterwards she said to me um, you have at your third eye, I saw that Egyptian symbol and we, she couldn't remember if it was the eye of Horus or the eye of Ra, but the, uh, Ra was the Egyptian sun God and Horus was actually, if I'm correct, the son of Isis. So I thought, oh, this is very interesting. 
Perhaps I have had ices around me for quite a while now, um, attached through that Eye of Horus symbol, which I've always been very interested in, if I'm being honest, from the time that I saw it, which I don't remember exactly when that was. I've also always been very interested in ancient Egypt since I was probably like a young teenager. And I remember going to the Egyptian um, display at the Metropolitan Museum in New York City, I think it's called, and just being like walking through there and looking at these artifacts and temples that were rebuilt and parts, I guess, parts of buildings that they found there that were transported to this museum and etchings and hieroglyphics and all of it, the jewelry and just feeling like it felt like I, it belonged to me. Like I, this was not, it wasn't the first time I was seeing it kind of thing. And before, well, before I knew anything about Isis, I always had um, a, a deep fascination with Cleopatra because I think um, as young girls growing up, we hear about Cleopatra before we hear about Isis. Um, so the Eye of Horus or the Eye of Ra are really um, symbols of those particular Egyptian gods, but it's about being in, standing in your power. It's definitely about a connection to your third eye and using and growing your psychic gifts and abilities, which we all have. Um, and it's about protection. So I really made that connection. And when I was putting these cards away, and then I just had this, you know, as an energy artist, if you follow me, um, you could see a lot of my art on my Running on Reiki Instagram page, TikTok page, YouTube channel, all called Running on Reiki. But I also have a Dream a Little Designs Etsy shop, and a lot of my art is in there as well. And um, I had this deep urge to make a piece of artwork around Ices. And the only thing that I don't like about podcasts is that you can't show a picture like I can't I'm looking at it right now but I can't show you this art so you would have to go to those pages that I just said um, actually it's not on the Etsy shop yet but it is on the other pages and I made a little channeled video with her and it's just a powerful piece of art extremely colorful all the rainbow colors but very very powerful because she is extremely confident um, potent magical, all-knowing goddess. And many of the other goddess cultures really grew off of, came from, originated from, seeded from, uh, she's saying, seeded from me. So after I painted her, I had all this white space around her and I just felt that words needed to go in there. So I just sat and listened to what she had to say and I just wrote the words right on the artwork so that I would always have them because I knew this particular piece of art would not, it was for me, it was not going to be something that I was going to be offering for sale. Um, but I do, I do offer a lot of art. I will make a print of any of my art and um, in my Etsy shop and then I also really prefer to do channeled art for you, meaning if you have felt a goddess, an angel around you, a guide, but you want to see what they look like, um, in a tangible form, then I'm capable of channeling that for you. So after I did the artwork, I really felt a need to meditate. So I did a meditation with um, Steve Noble. He's one of my favorite people on YouTube. It's the Soul Matrix Steve Noble, N-O-B-E-L. Absolutely love his channeled guided meditations. 
it's so clear that the energy is is true it's genuine that he is channeling these higher light beings and that he has very good intentions um so i highly recommend him to anyone but um i was doing one of his ices meditations and throughout that entire meditation i just felt all as i was you know calling on the reiki energy myself i felt i felt the eye of horus um on my third eye but also on the palms of my hands and on my third eye, it was just rotating, rotating, rotating clockwise the entire time. And I just felt so much bliss and a lot of cold, a lot of cold energy, which is interesting to me because ancient Egypt is very, very hot. But yeah, lots of cold energy running through my body, really through my chest, mostly if I think about it. And it would come and it would go. I had a blanket on. I had socks on. I was I was definitely warm when I started. So that was my way of knowing like this is just the way that the energy is running through my system right now. And my intention was really to go deeper into the concept of surrender, surrendering to the universal flow surrendering to what is present and right in front of me and being grateful for it being accepting of it embracing it whether I wanted it or I didn't want it setting the intention to learn to have no preferences and no judgments and to really stay focused on that because what happens is we say we're going to do that and we do it for, you know, an hour or we do it for a day or we do it for a week and then we go back to our old ways of analyzing everything, judging everything, picking everything apart, pushing, striving, hiding, pretending, rationalizing, manipulating, right? So what I felt I really needed from Isis was this idea of just allowing that symbol of the eye of Horus, which was the main symbol of all the Egyptian symbols. I mean, you have the pyramid, you have the Ankh, but it was this, and there's many others, but you have this, I had this eye of Horus that felt like it belonged to me. And, and it that is what came through in the session, exactly what the other practitioner had seen around my third eye, which means you have so much gift and potential um, in the ability to, walk between the realms i mean that's a big part of what the eye of horus means but it's this idea of balancing that you know in harmony how do i take these things that are otherworldly about me um, i'm doing it right now by offering it as a podcast because this may help somebody else who's also struggling with this how do i balance that with you know um, I got eight people coming for dinner on Friday night and I got to clean the house and I got to figure out what I'm making for meals and I got to help with this with my grandson or I got to, you know, with the, the things I got to do with my finances or something with my job or, you know what I'm saying, with the real life stuff. And that's where I really, I, I'm at this place in my life where I want to find a way to merge the the metaphysical with the physical, the mystical, the magical with the everyday, the mundane um, of being humanist. And it's really not mundane to be humanist. It's really not boring. It's actually a beautiful, bright, vibrant experience. So it's really, I mean, I feel like Isis is saying that right now, not me, because I use the word mundane, but she's basically saying it's your perspective right there that's holding you back. You have to find a way to merge the mystical with the physical and when you do that that is when you are able to um to come to your full power within both realms and to for both realms to become one realm within your life 
And, you know, right as I'm saying that, I'm watching um, <clears throat> a FedEx truck or I don't know what it was, an exterminator truck, something, some sort of service truck drive by the windows in my meditation room. And the reminder is right there again. I'm sitting in my house in a suburban neighborhood. Uh, here I am, a suburban mom. And I'm talking about how I feel that I can talk to the goddess Isis from Egypt. I mean, it's an out there concept, you know. It's not something that you go around and you're able to, like, to talk about um, at your husband's workplace or when you go get your hair cut or whatever. I mean, I don't get my hair cut. I haven't had my hair cut. <laughs> I cut my own hair. And maybe that's one of the reasons that, you know... I avoid doing those kind of things because you never quite feel when you are a light worker and you know you're here to talk about these things, to delve into these things, to learn more about these things, to share these things, not to know everything about it. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm a light worker, I'm above other people, but it's that you have such an attraction to the other mystical realms and this um, passion to bring them into everyday life and for yourself and for other people but it's a very challenging task it's a very challenging task you know we're not quite at that point yet where you're standing in line at the grocery store and the clerk says to you hi how are you today and you turn to them and say, I'm great. It's a beautiful sunny day. And I had a wonderful morning. I do a podcast and I, I channeled, I liked it. I was talking to the goddess Isis and letting people know, you know, what she has to teach us about higher wisdoms and how we can live a better, higher, more fulfilled life on our path. By the way, here's my podcast if you'd like to listen to it. <laughs> I mean, the truth is that clerk may be go, go home and on their own searching about podcasts about goddesses or um, you know, archangels or whatnot, but you don't really know that. So it's not a conversation that we are yet comfortable, um, having. And like, that is my dream. That's my dream world. You know, I, I do a goddess circle in the community and I'm going to be doing, um, spirit, um, intuitive art painting classes coming up soon. I'm so excited for that. But I do those things because I need to be around other people that have an interest in talking about these things. Not in a way that we know more than other people, but in a way that we just want to know. We want to discuss it. We want to conceptualize it in any way that we can. We want to bring it to life. We want to see where the synchronicities are. Oh, have you ever had Goddess Icy show up in your life? What was that like for you? Oh, here's how. Here's what happened to me. So that we don't feel alone because we want to feel we belong. We want to be able to express ourselves and we want to be able to express the things that we are interested in. So my dream world is that the day that, that these conversations are merged um, as part of everyday life on earth. But then I guess we would be back in uh, Lumeria. Yeah, that's the dream. So one more quick story about my connection with Isis before I um, take us into a channeled shamanic Reiki um, session with her. I After I did my meditation, I just felt really just um, blissed out, really tired, really like something had been cleansed. And I made a video, a short video like on TikTok that I also put on Instagram, Facebook of what, she, you know, what she had, what I had heard after I finished the piece of art. And when I went to put it on my Facebook or Instagram stories with the artwork, 
I was wanted to choose a song. So I went up and I searched Icy's Meditation. I think that's what I wrote in. And then there were a bunch of selections that came up, you know, when you're posting music to your stories. And I just picked one that just popped out to me for for no reason other. It said, it said Icy's Meditation. I didn't know if it was just going to be music or it was going to have words to it, but it did have words to it. And I was literally blown away because, you know, when you choose music on there, it's just a little tiny snippet. And the words were exactly what she had just channeled to me. And it was something to this effect of, you know, that she works to bring the, to bring the mystical into contact with the physical um, and that it is the merging of those two worlds that allows the flow of the universe to come through into your life and to put you on the exact path that you're meant to be on. Sometimes we're meant to be on a path that we may not necessarily want to be on or that we think is for us or that we think we would even like. Um, but when you step aside, when you take your the human side of you, you could call it your ego mind, whatever you want to call it, your monkey mind, your... Um, I'm hearing the term, you're, you're producing human, the human that feels it must produce, the, the ambitious human. When you, when you take that and you put it aside with all of its rules and regulations, and I've never been anybody, I've always been a re rebellious person. I started out as a rebellious teen and I've always stayed that way. I've, I've never wanted to follow the status quo. It never felt right to me. It never felt comfortable. I've always pushed the the extremes and I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast of who I am as a person and putting that out there in the world um, maybe not quite to the point of you know maybe that's something that I need to do since that came up as an example today you know of like just talking to the grocery clerk or the bank teller you know like really bringing it out into the real world in in a in a very benign mundane situation and you know seeing how people react to that but um, but that song coming through that I randomly chose, I'm doing air quotes here. Um, I didn't randomly chose it. In fact, I didn't choose it at all. The universe chose it for me. I just typed in Icy's meditation music and I was given something. I didn't ask for it. I didn't, I didn't even know if there were words attached to it. I was given something that then clarified that everything you've all already heard from me, everything you've already felt as you were doing the art, as you were listening to me and channeling words, as you were writing words down, as you were working in a Reiki session with one of your clients, everything I have already taught you, I'm now sending you this song to show you, yes, this did just happen. Yes, you did just connect with me. Yes, I do exist. Yes, I can heal you and empower you if you merge energies with me you are bringing the mystical into the physical you are bringing me the energy of Isis, into your body into your soul into your mind into your heart into your emotions
So let me just read the words that came immediately after I finished the piece of artwork. And um, then from there, we'll go into a much more deeper hypnotic guided meditation with ICs. But this is what I wrote. It just whoop, flew out of me and I just wrote, kept writing until I filled the, the, the artwork. She said, begin saying you like every little thing that happens for you, even if you don't. Say, I embrace this. I love it. I need to know or be nothing other than this in this moment. I am simply and grandly love's light. That is enough. That is everything. Loving where I am at opens the portal between the mystical and the physical and bypasses the wretched shadow work. The stillness is all there is. Ecstatic bliss is giving it all up. For then there is only you, the true you. There is nothing but the ecstatic bliss of the one rainbow reality. So love whatever is in front of you. Not only surrender to it and accept it, but choose it openly and warmly. And when you cease fighting and figuring, you begin a life of bliss. So breathe into the light. The old familiar may be comfortable, but the risk is trust that leads to growth. Have the experience for its own sake and forget success. So what I'd like you to do now is to get comfortable wherever you are. Perhaps you want to make sure that you're warm enough, you have comfortable clothing on. You could be sitting in a yoga position or you could be laying. Um, perhaps you're driving in your car. Just be sure that, you know, you're, you feel alert enough. This is not a guided meditation that's going to take you into sleep, but it's probably preferable not to be doing it while you're driving. Light a candle if you'd like, put on your salt lamp, gather some crystals that you feel you want to work with in regards to Egypt and Isis. Maybe play some Egyptian music really low. Um, whatever you want to do, get yourself set up. And we're going to begin after this interlude with our descent into ancient Egypt and the Divine Mother Isis. Blessings. Take some deep breaths in and out, filling up your lungs, your belly, allowing the air to circulate around your heart, and just feel that breath alive and vibrant within you. I'm going to send you the Reiki symbols and energy and pay attention to where they go in your body or perhaps they go somewhere in your emotions or your repeating thoughts or a relationship that needs assistance. As I begin to chant the words of the Reiki symbols, pay attention to where 
you need them most and make space for them. Allow them in for they are the highest love and light. They are energy that clears, energy that releases, energy that increases your inner knowingness, energy that opens you up to peace and bliss and serenity and puts you on your healing path. Breathing in and out, going deeper and deeper, merging more and more with your life breath, bringing all of your focus onto your breath. You are here. You are alive. You are breathing, which means you have purpose. You have value. You have worth. You matter. And yes, you are loved, you are supported, and you are guided. Chakoray, Chakoray, Chakoray. Seiki, Seiki, Seiki. Hon Shaze Shonen, Hon Shaze Shonen. Deiko Mio, Deiko Mio, Deiko Mio. Murkafakalishma, 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 and the violet flame of transmutation. We call on you, Goddess Isis. Come to us now with the eye of Horus, the Ankh, with the moon dead center upon your forehead and the horns of wisdom upon your crown. We welcome you. We are your vessel, your vase, your pottery to be filled. Fill us now as we fill our bodies with your life breath. Breathing deeper and deeper as you fall more and more through the sands of time, through the hands of time, through the window of this world into the window of the mystical Egypt. Let your body become softer and softer as you just melt into whatever surface you are laying or sitting upon the breath and the body at rest the breath and the body at ease the breath and the body melting and merging as you begin to feel the heat the Sun the fire of the Egyptian sun upon your skin, upon your face. Breathing in and becoming one with the sun as iridescent sparkles dance warm 
warm upon your flesh. You're sinking deeper and deeper into the oneness of the universe. Falling through the hands of time back into ancient Egypt. There is a tunnel that is calling you, pulling you forth now. As you lay within it, you are transported along a rush of sand and water along the Nile River at warp speed. But there is a sense of peace all around you and within you as you travel back, back, deeper into time to ancient Egypt. There is heat and there is sand and there is water. There is sunshine and it is all pulling you, pulling you, pulling you effortlessly along. Relax all the tension that may be left anywhere in your body and allow yourself to take the ride. Believe in the moment that is before you and trust that you are held and protected as you are moved in warp speed back to the temple of goddess Isis. Rushing, rotating, levitating, breathing, expanding, evolving. Allow yourself to be part of the flow and just let go. This is your surrender experiment. This tunnel is erasing any misconceptions you have carried about yourself up until this point. Any misconceptions about your true power and your powerful place on earth. You are not a cog in a wheel. You are a wheel. You are the wheel transporting yourself through time at your own discretion, at your own pace, at your own leisure. You are moving in no particular hurry. As this sped up time capsule, this cleansing capsule launches you through time and space. It takes from you the idea that you ever had to be, do, produce, anything. You are a magical being who has been dulled by concepts that were created to dull you. Concepts of greed, exterior power, concepts of external beauty, concepts of money as God, concepts that other people are here to complete or fulfill you. Release all of these mundane, dulling concepts. You are a magical being and your powers are so much greater than this.
There is air, blasts of air, cooling, soothing air, and blasts of rainbow colored lights coming through pin prick holes in your healing transport tube that you are flying through time and space in. Feel them penetrate your beingness now. Allow them to do their work as you continue to breathe, move, cleanse, heal, remember, shift, alchemize, rise. As you fly toward the end of the tunnel, you are catapulted out into the air, into the world of ancient Egypt, lying upon the golden sands on the banks of the Nile River. Life, dry, heaving for breath all around you. Blue skies, blazing, roaring, hot sun, cooling waters splashing up from the river upon your body. You have arrived. You have arrived. You have arrived. Outstretch your legs, your arms, your feet, your hands, your fingers, and feel every minuscule piece of sand sink and touch individually a part of your flesh, of your body. The priestesses of Isis come in unison, walking on either side of you, and you watch them as they carry beautiful pieces of hand-painted pottery. Hieroglyphic drawings upon them, etched and painted with plant-based dyes, vibrant colors on the pottery, vibrant colors on the priestesses, bright orange, neon green, cobalt blue, electric purple, warm brownish reds. The landscape is sand and cream and neutral, but the priestesses are living energy, life force energy, color alive everywhere in the fabrics upon them, the makeup on their eyes, the dyes through their hair, the scarfs upon their heads, the colors of the pottery, and you are just mesmerized in awe of the brightness, the vibrancy that is life in motion, the rainbow alive moving in front of you. Be aware of your extremities. Move your fingers, your toes, twist your arms, stretch your legs and bend at the knee. You are still you, you are still within your body. Yet something has shifted 
Something has moved within you from your cleansing tunnel ritual. You are you, but you are different. You are a different version of yourself. And you allow yourself to breathe and feel into this now. What has changed? What has shifted in your perspective in how it lives within your body? You have surrendered to this experience and you are proud of yourself for doing so. You observe and allow as the priestesses take the pictures of water that has been filled from the sacred Nile, the river of life. And they pour these waters in unison upon you. And as this happens, you feel yourself becoming the river. You become yourself floating in the river, but you are also the river itself. There is no separation between you and it. And then everything begins to merge. There is no separation between you and the priestesses, between you and the colors, between you and the sands of time, between you and the clouds that have eternally floated in the sky above you. You enjoy and feel the oneness of your body and the earth's body, of the landscape of your body, its curves, its peaks, its hills, its crevices, and the, those of the earth, of the landscape before you. With every step of this experience that started with your breath and focusing on your breath in your body, you have surrendered and let go even deeper, even more. And everything that truly is not you or does not belong to you is melting into the sand below you easily, quickly, comfortably. Let it go. Feel yourself give permission to just let it go. The water they have poured upon you is the most cooling sensation you have ever had the pleasure to experience. And you let yourself fall into it. You let yourself have this moment of peace and refreshment as the water licks your skin. As it pools upon your body in some areas and runs off in other areas and quickly returns to the sand. Sinking into the sand, it's sinking into the sand, you're sinking into the sand, and all of it, all of you, is coming and gathering and running back to the river of life, back to the Nile, which flows along the temples of the goddess. Isis. The priestesses have poured her upon you. She is all around you. She is under you. She is beside you. And together you run back to the river, the source of all life.
The priestesses sit in the sand beside you. There are four on each side of your body, eight in total. And they sit cross-legged, and they place both of their hands upon your body. Some of their hands are on your shoulders, some are on your abdomen, some are on your temples, and some are on your calves and your hips. Feel the hands of the priestesses everywhere. They are everywhere upon you as they provide you with the healing touch of Isis. Divine Mother, Healing Mother, Magical Mother, come, come now, be with us, be around us, be our guide, be our guardian, be our giver of life, connecting us to life in all the ways that we are meant to live it, to enjoy it, to dream it. You open your eyes wider and now you see more. In fact, you see the pyramids rising above you and wonder how you did not see them here when you first landed in the sands. But they are immense. They are monumental and they feel like portals that allow you to travel through time, to go between realms, astral travel, to different realms where you may learn different things and have different experiences, but then have the gateway to go back to wherever it is that you need to be or want to be. The pyramids that hold the secret records of time for each individual that has ever existed, for each spark of life, they are the libraries. They are the homes and the learning temples of the star seeds that worked with the Egyptians, teaching them about the ways of the universe, not just the ways of Earth, but the wisdoms of the universe. Feel yourself being drawn now into the temples into the maze, the pathways, the underground tunnels. As you travel away from the priestesses now, leaving a part of your soul there, take a journey into the pyramids and see where it leads you. As you walk, these reverent halls, let it lead you where it may. Let it lead you into the libraries of wisdom and what it is that you need to learn and take back with you today. Pass your hands along the papyrus scrolls and allow your touch to telepathically connect with the hieroglyphics and the knowledge within them. What is it that they have to say to us today? O oh, Isis, Mother God, come to us, be with us, give us your wisdom today. 
breathe and allow her to be here exactly as you need to see her, exactly as she needs to show herself to you. What is she wearing? What does she look like? What, more importantly, does her presence and her energy vibrate toward you? Take her in. Watch. Listen. Allow. Surrender. Trust her. Trust her. You do not need to spend long, wretched hours in shadow work, the working of the darkness of your soul, or what you call darkness, or what you propose is weakness. There is so much that you hold on to that is holding you back. This is true. Yet it is not something that is a monumental task that must be scaled endlessly. Many times you use this, children, as an excuse to not get on with the business of the life that is in front of you. Look deep into my eyes now and know who you are. You are a child of the universe. You are a part of the rainbow reality. You are nothing but expanse, joy, bliss. You are only union and oneness. It is time to let go of the shadow work, the separation that causes the shadow work. This is the key to the temple, to the truth. This is the key to the temple of your life, to residing in the temple of your life. You are God, goddess walking. You are God, goddess existing. You are God, goddess creating. A God and a goddess, a master, does not linger in his shadow work. He dismisses it with the snap of a finger, with the wave of a hand, with the ever-loving trust and knowingness of his connection to who he is, to the connection of his power. You spend so much time trying to get somewhere and be something when you already are where you need to be. And there is nothing to get but this moment and who you are already in this moment. To really surrender is to allow and accept what life has already put in your path. Look around. It's not about what you prefer, about your choices. It's not about your expectations to be lived up to for yourself and others. It is not about your judgment, your analyzing, your breaking down of a situation or a relationship. It is not about any of these things. It is about whatever shows up. Whatever life hands you, whether you want it or you don't want it, whether you define it as good or bad, it is here. You did not choose it, which means life, universe, God, spirit, 
universal flow. Put it in your path. The way you grow is to open to the gift that has been handed to you. Say to yourself, this has shown up in my path today. I did not choose it. I did not call upon it. I did not want it. This person, this situation, this sign, this synchronicity is here today in my face and therefore I must face it. I must believe that it has come for a reason, that it is a teacher and a healer and an elevator and an expander. So I will release all restraint, all constraint around it so that it may fully come in and I may fully look at it and I will choose to like it. I will choose to embrace it. I will choose to need it, to love it, to learn from it. Here is your teacher today. Here is your teacher, your healer, that which will expand you and put you on your true path, on your next path. Perhaps at a person who shows up at your door asking for help or conversation or a listening ear. Perhaps it's a hankering desire to create a new piece of art or to try a new way to express your creativity, a song, a dance, a poem. Maybe it's the beauty of the day, the sun shining in your window, asking you to stop working, stop organizing your closets, stop pushing yourself to work endless hours on a new business when you actually need a break. It's the nature coming in your window and literally trying to pull you outside for five minutes or 10 minutes or 55 minutes. Are you listening to what's showing up? Are you watching what's showing up? Because what is showing up is your life unfolding. If you do not choose the gift that's being presented to you in this moment. You are bypassing your next stage of growth. Make no mistake, it will loop around. It will repeat in synchronicities, in patterns, in words, in songs, in things people say to you. It will keep capturing your attention until you pay attention to the flow of life. There is really nothing you need to do except get out of your own way. This is also the case, children, with your shadow work. We tend to have gotten caught in this trap of continuously analyzing and judging ourselves through our shadow work. Not that it is not vital and important to understand what brought you to where you're at, but a fixation with it is not healthy. I am here to tell you that you are capable of releasing it with the snap of a finger. With the bat of an eyelash. What has happened to you is real, but it is not more real or more powerful than what you are at your core essence. When you utilize the mystical meditation astral travel, energy healing, 
art, creativity, nature, when you use the mystical, you heal the physical much more quickly. You cycle into your next incarnation of yourself much more quickly when you just surrender to all the pain. Surrender the pain. Give it to me now. Throw it like a fistful of sand onto the pyramid floor. See yourself gathering it and throw it with a hardiness onto the pyramid floor. There is a time to speak your peace, to speak your experiences, but then it is equally a time to let go and surrender into the next incarnation of who you are becoming. You must not live in your past lives, whether they are another lifetime or the past lives, the many past lives of this lifetime. Go into your inner stillness and just surrender them to me. I am here to take them and transmute them. I will take the sands of your pains, of your betrayals, of your abuses, of your worries and anxieties, of your future projections and your past hurts. I will take the sands of these and I will grind them and turn them into the most beautiful, translucent crystal quartz crystals that will light up the world, your world and the world. To truly surrender does not mean to just lie down and take it, whatever it is. Surrender is a spiritual term. It means to give all that you have suffered back to God, Goddess. To trust that the source that created this universe, that keeps everything moving in cycles and patterns, that keeps the planets, these big balls of rock, floating in the sky, in their true path, not colliding with each other, the beauty of the ecosystem all working to give life, nurturing, provision to everything that exists upon this planet. If all of this is taken care of, do you not truly believe that you are also taken care of, that you are on a path and all you need to do is to step back and allow that path to come to you. Allow that flow to move through you. When you release all of your shadow, you are making so much more space for the light to come in. So do not want for anything today. Your intention when you pray does not need to be specific. You do not need to say, I would like my business to grow. You do not need to say, I would like a sacred, divine, balanced, healing partnership. You do not need to say, I would like the memories of my abusive childhood to stop bothering me. All you need to do is be unspecific and just say, I am grateful to be alive. And I ask you, great spirit of the universe that created me, to fill me with your loving, peaceful bliss. To bring me exactly what is mine in this moment. 
and to help me to be aware, to see that it is right in front of me, and to reach out and accept the gift that you have given me. Oh, great goddess, I have no preference other than to feel your life blood running and merging with mine. To feel the ecstatic bliss of being held. The divine bliss of love coursing through my veins and my energy system. This is all that I need. This is all that I seek. This is all that I ask for. Whatever else is given to me, it will just show up and I will see it and I will claim it as it comes. This is a life. This is a true life of non-reaching, non-grasping, non-defining. This is what you have come to learn, children. You are here to experience So whatever shows up at your door today, welcome it in, whether you want it or not. Welcome it in and see where it leads you. And say to it, I don't want anything but you and what you have to teach me. Try this experiment and see how the struggle just stops. The struggle of needing, the struggle of clinging, the struggle of forgiving, the struggle of worrying, the struggle of being hard on yourself and others, the struggle of time management, the struggle of having patience with people. Surrender means letting everyone and everything show up exactly as it is, as it does in this moment, and just lovingly witnessing it and holding sacred space for its growth. And that includes you. Let us thank Isis, Goddess Mother, for her wisdom and her presence here with us today and begin to take some breaths and to come back into the awareness of being fully in your body in the room that you are in. Breathing, starting to feel sensations, movement, blood flow, being aware of it within your body as you come more and more into the present world in the room that you are in. You are now a vessel of her love and truth, and you make a promise to bring this into your daily life in any way you can, into the daily life of people that you know and love. Taking a few more breaths and opening your eyes, looking around and giving gratitude for this meditation and astral shamanic trip that we have taken together today. Blessings. May the Reiki energy stay with you and help you to further awaken, open, and soften into loving yourself and loving the life that you live and that you are living in this present moment as good enough, as more than good enough. Blessings.
Thanks for joining me today, everyone, on the Running on Reiki podcast. And I'm really grateful for anyone that shows up. And I'm certainly grateful to be able to show up and serve in any way that I can. I hope that this provided some healing and awakening energy for you today. And as I'm sitting here looking at the piece of art that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, I'm remembering uh, this little part of the journey I had with her this week, which is when I showed the art to my husband, I said to him, oh, look how I put these orange, they look like a half moon shape. And I, I said out loud to him, that's interesting. I've never drone, I've never drone, drone. <laughs> I've never painted this before. These little half moons at her temples. And as soon as I said it, I got it. I was like, oh, the temples of Isis, which is where I feel that we just traveled to now as we, we catapulted through time. We went back to the temples of Isis. And it's interesting because I drew the pyramids on her cheeks and the ankh as her nose and the pottery, the vessel um, that is her filling us up at her throat chakra. Um, and then, of course, she has her full moon and her horns at her crown and the wheel of protection on her forehead. But and I drew the um, I'm sorry, the eye of Horus and Ra around her eyes. But I didn't really know what these two orange half circle circles were until I said it out loud and I said to my husband oh look I drew these orange circles on her temples and then I got it her temples my point is that goddess Isis wanted her temples um, represented some way and when I do art I just kind of go with the flow you know art to me is meditation where I'm just in the flow I'm not analyzing I'm not saying oh it should I've learned a long time ago that if I try to make it look a certain way, it won't anyway. So I just let come what come. And apparently she found a way to get her temples represented in the art. And um, of course, the sacral chakra, which is the feminine womb um, for women, is orange. It's orange ray of light. And it's just interesting that I just, not even knowing it, chose the color orange. And I drew these two half moon shapes at her temple so her temples were represented and now I feel that it has come full circle because it was her temples that we um we visited today in order to get this deeper fuller reading and I feel that I have done my duty in bringing her through and I pray now that this podcast reaches the people that it should across time what I love about podcasts is that I'm assuming they will always be there. So I will not exist one day, but anything that I record on this podcast will be there for future generations to find on Spotify. Unless, of course, Spotify decides to clean things out after a period of time. Who knows? But um, it would be nice to think that it stays indefinitely on Spotify and that my children, my children's children, your children, your children's children have the ability to through podcasts or YouTube videos of people who were light workers in this time um, have the ability to hear these wisdoms. You know, they are they are now written down. I've written them down with my voice as if just like the library that we visited within the pyramid walls. Um, records for time across time. So that is our job as light workers. And if you made it this far, and I don't even know how long I've been talking, but if you made it this far into this um, broadcast, then you are a light worker, you are a healer, and we all show up differently in how we do that. Some of us do it very quietly, and some of us do it very loudly, and some of us are become very famous with it, and some of us are just working with small groups of people. 
And that is a great way to end this, which is that when we surrender to something, that means that we accept what is showing up in our life and we don't push and strive. Or if we do strive, we don't do it in a way that then we feel bad about ourselves if something doesn't come to fruition in the way that we think that it should. It means that we do our very, very best. We put ourselves out there. We take the chances. We take the, we make the choices. We, ha we take the risks. We're brave. But then whatever comes back to us is the feedback from the universe. And we must accept that. We must surrender to it. And we must believe that we have purpose and value. It's not about how big we are or how big other people see us. It's about how big you know you are. It's about how big you believe you are. And I think that's a great way to end this. Blessings, everyone. Again, thank you for joining. If you would be interested in a personal distance Reiki session to see what comes through for you, if you'd like an Oracle card reading on specific life path questions that you want higher guidance on from spirit, or you would like to explore some energy art to you, that you can meditate with, um, you can check out my links, which are in the podcast bio. You can always email me to ask questions about anything or to give feedback. I would love it. Or to tell me stories or experiences that happened when you listened to the podcast at runningonreiki at gmail.com. This is Sherry, and I'm sending you so much love. May you have a beautiful day. Blessings.